0: Welcome to this episode of the Catholic Wives Desiring Peace podcast. Today, we're going to be tackling one thing that you can do to see if you have toxic in-laws. Are you a Catholic wife grappling with challenging in-laws? The Catholic Wives Desiring Peace podcast is your sanctuary for navigating the sometimes stormy seas of life with in-laws while being validated for what you've experienced. Join me, your host, Miriam Susan, a Catholic wife who's weathered nearly three decades of in-law drama as we tackle the tough issues you're dealing with head on. Hey, Miriam, Susan here. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode. Today, I want to talk about a very, very simple, almost test that you can do to see if your in-laws really are toxic, or maybe you are just a little bit sensitive to uh, their behavior and it's not quite toxic, but maybe it's just not quite healthy either. So one of the biggest things that is a red flag when you're dealing with somebody toxic or one of the key thing, like the litmus test to see if somebody is toxic is to do this one simple thing. You want to know what it is? Tell them no. That's it. (laughs) If you are going to get a reaction that is explosive, that is blaming, that is deflecting, that is toxic... That's the easiest way to see if it's gonna come up. So what does this mean? What am I talking about? What kind of example can I give? So let's say that you and your husband always got together for Sunday dinner after mass. So you go to mass together, your in-laws are there as well. You go and afterwards you go and have lunch together or supper or dinner, whatever you call it. And suddenly it just gets to the point where gets to be too much. Maybe your husband's working more. Maybe you're working more. Maybe the kids are busy in school and you've just decided, you know what? I know we've been doing this for a really long time, but it's time that we kind of do our own thing on Sunday afternoons. And so you approach your in-laws and you say, you know what? We've really enjoyed spending time with you on Sundays after mass, but At least for the time being, we're going to stop going out together or we're going to stop going to your house and we're just going to go do our own thing, go home, take naps, take care of what we need to do to get ready for the week. And yeah, that's it. And then see what happens. Now, it would be perfectly understandable for your in-laws, even if they're not toxic, to show some level of disappointment, right? I mean, I can imagine, you know, I have adult children now, and if I had started a tradition where we always went out to eat or something on Sundays, and then all of a sudden they kind of put the brakes on it, you know, my feelings would be hurt. And that's normal, right? But if it starts turning into a fight, that's when you have to start thinking, you know, is this a toxic relationship? If you start hearing things like, well, you know, that's not how we do it. We've always done it this way or you know it's not fair that you keep us from the grandchildren this is our time to spend with the grandchildren or anything else that's really kind of a like a mean or nasty pushback and it continues even after that first initial you know expression of hey we want to do something different that's a great way to to find out if somebody really is toxic you know i can I can put myself in that situation and think, you know what, if if one of my children and their families, their spouses or their children decided that they no longer wanted to do something that we had kind of gotten used to doing, then yes, I would be disappointed, but I'd say, okay, you know what? I understand. Um, you know, you have your family, you have to do what's right for your family. Okay, I accept it. Might not like it, but I'd have to accept it. Um, another thing might be, let's say you have decided that your kids are just getting too many toys they there's too much stuff around the house it's just too much for you to handle and you want to start to minimize and i have seen this so 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 many times in uh, different posts on facebook and different people talking about it of you know how it's christmas and i know my in-laws are gonna just go overboard with the gifts and how do i tell them not to do gifts how can i how can i allow them to still you know Uh, express their love in that way to our children, but not end up with, you know, a van full of toys that I have to bring home and then find a place for it where we don't have space for it. And so uh, we actually did something very similar with our families. And at one point we said, you know, mom and dad, we'd like to minimize the gifts this year. If you could do us a favor of instead of buying gifts, buy some experiences. So maybe get some lessons for the kids or maybe pay for a zoo pass or an aquarium pass or, you know, something like that. Just, you know, a trip to Disney. Well, that would be pretty extravagant, right? But something like that, just an experience instead of a present. And um, one set of parents was like, well, okay. You know, that's not really what we like to do, but you know, hey, well, if that's what you like, we'll do it. And they ended up just giving us cash. And that was really easy and it was really nice (laughs) because then we got to decide what we wanted. And yet they still had the feeling of giving something to the kids. And then of course I told them, you know, what we got and the kids were able to say thank you. The other set of parents with my in-laws, they did push back and it was like, you know, it's not fair for you to take this away from us. Uh, We're their grandparents. We should be able to spoil them a little bit as kids. But what's interesting is that they actually did. They they pushed back. Um, They weren't happy about it, uh, but they did. They actually ended up getting um, our kids some drama lessons and it worked out actually pretty well. So when you see, you know, toxic behavior isn't always going to come up with every kind of Incident with every kind of with every kind of pushback, you're not always going to have a toxic reaction, uh, and the and the relationship still might be toxic as a whole. So that's something to keep in mind that you know sometimes toxic people can behave really well. They can behave uh, like um like you want them to, you know, as normal as you would like them to be. Uh, But that doesn't necessarily mean that it's not a toxic behavior. So this is just one one instance where you can test this. Um, another way is to say. You know, we had we had our in-laws coming to visit, and uh, the previous time they had stayed at our house. And I told my husband, like, you know, I'm not going to tell you not to tell your parents to come, but I really, really, really need them to stay somewhere else. I cannot have them staying in the house. It's too stressful for me because I'm on all the time. I don't get a break. There's no there's no time in the day for me to just like decompress. Like at least if they stay at a hotel or if they stay at an Airbnb then at least I have the nighttime and sometime in the morning until at least breakfast time that I can decompress and I can feel like I can be myself in my own house. And we got pushback when my husband delivered the news that, you know, we'd love for them to come visit, but they were not going to stay in our house. And we got pushback from my father-in-law because oftentimes one party, one member of the in-laws is more like the the more toxic one or the more challenging one to work with. And they might push it off on the other partner to deliver a message because sometimes they think that you will receive it better if it's from the other parent. And so we got pushed back saying, you know, hey, we just, we just want to stay in your rec room upstairs. My husband said, no, that's not going to work for us this time. We've got hotel points. We can put you up at a great hotel just, you know, in town. It's super nice. Uh, you know, we'll cover it. The next conversation again. Well, we just can't. We just stay in your rec room. It'd be super easy. We don't even have to go. We don't have to go in the girls' room like we did last time. The last time we had our girls give up their bedroom so their grandparents could stay in there. It has an ensuite. They had their own bathroom and everything. And um, and so we got pushed back again. My husband again had to say no. That, that's not going to work for us. And like I said, you know, we'll, we'll book you a hotel room super comfortable, very convenient, great place to say, we've stayed there before. Um, you know, that's the way it's gonna be. And it was not received well. Uh, basically my husband was told, well, we'll see about that. <laughs> you know, and so it was times like that when we said no, and that's when we started to see, you know, it, what you're saying doesn't really matter. What we want to do is what matters. And if you don't accommodate us, then there's going to be issues. And that's that's not healthy. That's not the definition of a healthy relationship. That's not an example of a healthy relationship. A healthy relationship can can be one of give and take and not of resentment and anger and kind of lashing out when, when things don't go your way. And it's not a relationship a toxic relationship is one that is that tends to center on some sort of control. And if your family, whether it's just you and your husband, whether it's just you and your husband and the kids, um, you are your own separate unit. And a lot of times, toxic family members don't like it like this. They want it like all <laughs> like, like like Twister. I don't know if you've ever played the game Twister, where you just end up in this like jumbled up mess and you can't distinguish one person one family from the other it's very enmeshed and that's what happens a lot in toxic families is that they don't allow the husband and wife to have their own family and be autonomous and be completely independent of the in-laws just like scripture say you know a man shall leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife and in our marriage vows we say forsaking all others that includes our parents. You know, it, I always had thought that that was forsaking all others meant forsaking any other romantic partners. But no, it's forsaking all others and that all others includes our parents. And so with toxic relationships, those parents often want to become enmeshed with us and That's not a healthy dynamic. It doesn't allow for the independence and the growth that adult children and their families need to grow and be who God wants them to be. If you're always dependent on this other generation for approval, for acceptance, that's not how it works. That's not how marriage is designed. Now, it doesn't mean that you can't have a good relationship with your parents. Even if you happen to live in the same uh, house with them, you can still have a separation of families even living in the same home but when there's a an enmeshment where you can't do anything without the other because it has to be like almost like like there is no separation like you are one family unit that's not healthy and so i hope that this episode has been helpful for you to start to think about some maybe toxic dynamics that are in your family and to see what happens with that one simple test. And that is to say no when your in-laws present something that maybe you have been doing all along and you're doing something different. Or maybe if you're newly married and you are setting up your own family traditions and they're not the way your in-laws had planned for your traditions to be, if they wanted you to just come right along and adopt their uh, traditions and you've said no we don't want to do that uh, that's a really quick way to find out if the dynamic is a little bit toxic but again remember my example with the the christmas gifts is just because they might go along with one thing doesn't necessarily mean that they're not toxic again toxic people can behave really well They can be pillars of the community. They can have impeccable resumes and still be toxic. So I hope this is helpful. If you have some examples that you want to share to me, just shoot them to me at hello at desiringpeace.com. I'd love to hear them. I'd love to hear uh, what you've gone through. And again, this is um, not an easy thing to deal with. But I hope that just hearing my story and knowing that you're not alone does empower you to feel like you can take steps to preserve your marriage, to protect your marriage, and have a better relationship with your in-laws. So until next episode, take care, go in peace. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Catholic Wives Desiring Peace podcast. I have a free gift for you that I would love for you to get. It is my free scripts for toxic in-laws. It's a little PDF that you can use to give you some examples of how to speak to your in-laws about certain issues. I'd love to give it to you absolutely free. So if you head to DesiringPeace.com forward slash gift. It will be there waiting for you, just sending your name and email, so you can start using it for inspiration on how to talk with your toxic in-laws. Again, thanks so much for tuning in. Go to DesiringPeace.com forward slash gift to claim your gift now. Disclaimer. All content and information on this podcast and our website, including our programs, products, and or services is for information and educational purposes only, and does not constitute professional medical, psychiatric, or mental health advice of any kind, and does not establish any kind of professional client relationship by your listening to this podcast or use of my website. A professional client relationship with you is only formed after we have expressly entered into a written agreement with you that you have signed, including our fee structure and other terms to work with you in a specific matter. Although we strive to provide accurate general information, the information presented here is not a substitute for any kind of professional advice, and you should not rely solely on this information. Always consult a professional in the area for your particular needs and circumstances prior to making any professional, medical, or mental health-related decisions.